My idea is a tech idea. I think the tech industry is really smart, but weirdly susceptible to groupthink in tunnel vision. So for a while in the early 2000s, it was all about smaller and smaller phones. And then after a while, it switched. So it's all about bigger and bigger phones. And now the thing from the last few years seems to be the cloud, that they want to push everything up to the cloud, all of your contact info, all of your music libraries, even apps, more and more stuff gets pushed to the cloud. And then related to that, there's also the the tunnel vision group think about privacy and that basically a lot of people say they want privacy, but when they have to weigh convenience versus privacy, convenience always wins. That, that's sort of the conventional wisdom. So they have like the Amazon Alexa, which I got as a gift. It's basically recording everything you say ever in your house. And just for the minor convenience of not having to type something into your computer or walk over and turn on a light. I think if you think of a good idea that's not in that groupthink paradigm that people flock towards sort of irrationally, that's where you can get your foot in the door and make your fortune, breaking the paradigm. And so I have an idea that breaks both the cloud paradigm and the convenience over privacy paradigm. And so my idea is a smartphone that doesn't use the internet and it doesn't use a cell phone network. So it only communicates via Bluetooth or point-to-point Wi-Fi, so person-to-person. And uh, it could also maybe sync up to your computer via Bluetooth to transfer files. But mostly it's just social networking to people who are in the room with you. And I call it social burn or maybe social burner because there was a band called Social Burn. So it would be a cell phone just like a normal smartphone. It would have a camera. It would have GPS maybe. It would have a, its own social media app, which is the main focus of the device. You'd be able to transfer music and video to it by syncing it up with a computer, but you wouldn't be able to ever update it or install apps on it. So it only accepts like text, certain audio formats, certain video formats. It's very tight in what it accepts. Since it doesn't have cell phone service on it, you can make it a lot cheaper. It doesn't even have like a USB port. It doesn't have a complicated operating system. So my goal is to sell these for like $25, $30, maybe 50 at the most. And so since they're cheap, there's a term called burner phones, like spies or whatever. <laughs> they just throw away the burner phone, you know. So it's social burn. It's a burner phone. And it's also, it's secure because your social networking stuff never hits the internet. So it's secure. So would this be so like you put a, like the juicy gossip or the... Uh, so would this be like a leapfrog network where I could connect to Brett via Diego's connection? Or is it just you can only directly communicate with someone who you transmit via Bluetooth directly? Yeah, it could bounce from person to person. So, And they, they have apps like this on normal phones. Like during the Arab Spring a few years ago, they were talking about there was a big one that because they shut down the Internet in like Libya. So people had to resort to these apps that connected point to point to do the protests. So they have apps like that on normal phones. But in that case, you're still dependent on trusting the operating system of the phone for security and trusting the app for security and trusting your Internet service provider maybe. All of these things you have to trust for things to be secure. 
But in my case, since it never hits the internet, it's inherently secure. And it's not just an app on a normal phone. It's a secure phone. And so you'd have a list of friends. You'd pair up the Bluetooth with friends. You look disgusted. I'm like, like I'm confused (laughs) slightly. Okay. You say like burner phones, you could just kind of throw out. If it's a burner phone, how long would you use this phone before you would just like get another? Like well, it almost sounds like a disposable thing. Like you get a new one like every month or something. Not quite that often. Okay, but that's where I'm like kind of like fi- trying to figure out. It's like okay, this like it's not a bad idea, but it's like I'm trying to figure out. I was thinking like every year or so, but there's also special uses for it that I'll get to. So okay. Basically, and I'm not disgusted, by the way. I'm just trying to figure, figure out so, your idea as you go. To connect a f- friend, you have to be in the room with them to pair to them. And then once you're friends with them, you get their like security keys or whatever so it can talk to them. Have you – this sounds like a Nintendo DS because they had an app on it called PictoChat, which worked over local Bluetooth, and you could only use it when you're in the same room. There are a lot of scary news stories in the early 2000s about like people at malls hanging out in PictoChat. Because it have different rooms. It was just like a little thing is that a stylus and you could type on it. But also on that, you had to exchange your little IDs. And that's the only way that you could become friends is if you mutually added each other. Yeah. Um, so most of the time you'd have to it's be in like the same room. But even me and my little brother, him down the hallway mm-hmm. and me in my room, we would sometimes not be able to text because the signal wouldn't be strong enough for us to connect over local Wi-Fi to do it. Mm-hmm. So it wasn't over Bluetooth. It was over local Wi-Fi. But if it had leapfrogging, that would be way more awesome because then you could connect with people. It would still be a network, but it wouldn't be an internet network. That was its problem is that it didn't have leapfrogging. So this would have leapfrogging. It would only leapfrog within your friend network. It wouldn't leapfrog to strangers. So if I'm in Royal Oak and Brett is in Ferndale, we could talk to each other if there's enough people in between. Not live. Basically, you would write like a social media post. You would hit enter and it would sit in a queue on your Mm -hmm. phone. And then like the next day when you went to the comedy club or you went to work, you'd keep this on in your pocket Mm -hmm. or in your bag or whatever all day, even if you're not going to use it. And as you came near people, it would detect them and gather. (laughs) You don't have to raise your hand. Have you played Nintendo 3DS? They have a feature called Street Pass where you have your 3DS on and as you walk across, you exchange messages with other people who have Street Pass on and then you get little bonuses for games and little costumes and their characters join your 3DS and they say, hi, I'm so-and-so and then they have a message and they ask if you want to be their friend. I took your idea, bro. Yeah, you need to sue Nintendo. Well, there's all sorts of different similar ideas, probably. But yeah, you no, should man. definitely they sue sued. Nintendo. Yeah. Then all they the money you get off. from it, you can fund this idea. But the, the, the idea is that most of your friends, for, for a lot of people, like the comedy community is pretty small around here. Like I, I haven't seen Keith Bergman in a couple weeks. He's a Toledo comic, and I'm in Detroit here. But I've probably seen a comic who's seen Keith Bergman. So probably most of the time, within a few days... You would be updated on Keith. I would be updated on Keith. Mm. And even like comics like who went to New York or L.A., like Brad Wenzel's in L.A. There's probably other comics from Detroit who have also been to L.A. and who have seen him. And like if each one of these people come home to visit twice or three times a year and they happen to bump into each other fairly often in the comedy community in L.A., Probably within a month or so, a couple of weeks, we would keep up with what they're doing. 
in LA even. So just all downloads as soon as you contact someone who like so I just have more questions. So let's say I'm friends with all of you mm-hmm. and so I see Diego and I have a cued message that I want to send not to you but to Justin. It'll know that I'm friends with you. I'm friends with Justin, you're friends with Justin. Okay. So it'll send it to you and it'll sit on your phone, but yeah. you won't know that it's there because it's not meant for you. Right. Mm-hmm. Some cases it would be, this case it's not. So then let's say I'll, I'll start with a complicated scenario. So I also later before you run into Justin or I run into Justin, I run into Brett and it also gets sent to Brett. So it's sitting there on both of your phones waiting to get sent to Justin. Mm. So let's say Brett sees Justin first. So then the message finally gets to Justin. And then Diego, the next day, sees Justin. When their phones sync up, it'll find out that Justin's already got the message. So Diego's phone knows it doesn't need it anymore and it deletes it. Ah, okay. And then let's say I haven't seen any of you since then. So I don't know you've got the message uh, so then the next person I see is Diego, and Diego's phone will say that Justin has gotten the message, yeah. even though your phone didn't give me the message. So the messages are being sent. Confirmations on the messages are also getting sent. Mm-hmm. And so eventually the phone will figure out that the message got where it needed to go. It seems really inconvenient. Is that the point? Well, the, the idea is... Most messages on social media don't need to be received right away. Like, is it really a big deal if you don't see your aunt's cat picture for a couple weeks or a couple days? I mean, basically, most of what people care about Facebook for anyway is the events and the messaging, like the real-time stuff. So I thought they only cared about it for the validation from the people that they decided And the to friends it. list and... Or is that just comedians? That's just us, dude. Oh, okay. <laughs> but the actual sure. posts themselves, most of them don't matter yeah. to be real time. Mm-hmm. So there's different types of communication. There's the phone call, which is immediate, and people hate that. There's the texting, which is you expect them to get it within a few hours. There's the Facebook post or the Instagram post or whatever that you hope that people read it within a few days. I'm saying that for enhanced security, you can go a level lower than that. Like within a week or two is fine. And that would be for like cat photos, vacation photos, jokes that aren't topical. Most people don't care about all the topical things people post on Facebook anyway, like the political rants and stuff. We just get annoyed by them anyway. And then it would also work for like gossip for friends that you see like every day, like at work or in your college dorm or whatever. That you would get those messages right away, and this would be a way to gossip or send like dirty pics or file sharing <laughs> or whatever without it ever hitting the internet, so it's totally secure. And other people can't put it on the internet either because they can't get it off of their phone into their computer. That would be so like shady if you were like, say, like me and Diego are friends. Well, we are. We don't have to say that. Me and Diego are friends. Hypothetically. Okay, the hypothetical in this one is that <laughs> I'm straight. And me and Diego are dating the same girl. No, we're not dating the same girl. That's a song. Diego has a girlfriend, and I'm friends with Diego and his girlfriend on the service. And I know Diego goes and sees her a lot, so I always send, like, racy texts. And Diego doesn't know that he's carrying them, but the girl always gets them whenever Diego sees them. <laughs> Dang. Yeah, I, I didn't think about I feel like that, that would be potentially abusive. But so... 
The, I feel abused. <laughs> one of the features that I thought, well, people are going to peer pressure people into having this because let's say you're in like a cool group in high school or something and there's mm-hmm. gossip going around. I know what that's like. And you can't get that gossip unless you buy this phone. Mm-hmm. And I even thought you could have like the generic social burn phone that you can buy at Best Buy. Or you could order like custom made group. Like let's say you're on a basketball team and you want like a social burn basketball team set of phones. You would order like 30 phones all at once with like maybe even a custom logo of your basketball team or something. And you just hand them out to everybody on that team. They'd have to pay like 25 bucks a piece or whatever. And so they would have this phone just for them, this little gossip group, you know. Mm-hmm. So yeah, like certain types of college kids, high school kids, <coughs> they might have five or six of them all for their different clicks. So I could sell a shit ton of these things. And then you're peer pressuring your friends into buying them. See, making multiple versions of the same thing to make more money, that's something Nintendo does. You really need to sue them. That's the main idea I've taken out of this, legal action against Nintendo. And then uh, I thought, well, you still want your normal phone, too. So you could sell cases where on one side of it would be the social burn phone and on the other side would be the normal phone. Or I don't know if the phone companies would allow this, but you could have remote desktop type functionality. So you could use the social burn phone as the display. So you could play games and stuff on it, too. And you could do the secretive slash slow slash never hits the internet social networking. So basically, your current phone would be like a thing that you wouldn't even look at. It'd just be hidden in your pocket or something. One last thing for security, they have what's called CMOS chips where... If you open up the phone, it'd lose the connection to that, to your battery, and it would lose the, the security key so that you wouldn't be able to get the data on the mm-hmm. phone. So it's a way to prevent people from hacking the phone. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's a secure phone, but it's slow communication, social burn. I'm comedian Brett Hayden. I'm comedian Justin Covington. I'm comedian Diego Atanasio. I'm your host, Tom Walma. This is Creativity Wasted. If you like this podcast, please subscribe and give a review or rating on iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, SoundCloud, or wherever you got it. I have a website, creativitywasted.com, and I also started a Patreon. You can get uncut episodes, early access to episodes, notes about the ideas, and bonus stuff like that. You're listening to the Podcast Detroit Network. Visit www.podcastdetroit.com for more information. Thanks for listening.